everyone. Here we are again with another Divine Purpose Insights podcast. I'm Laura Molitor, your host of this weekly program and Divine Purpose coach and spiritual activist. You can find out more about me and what I do at beingfreenow.com. I hope you'll subscribe to this podcast and share it if you like what you hear. Today I want to talk a little bit about the power of empathy. It's a nice quality to have, but it's also one that will enhance your own experience, advance your spiritual awareness, and possibly stimulate you in your own divine purpose and its potential. So first off, here's a definition of empathy. The psychological identification with or vicarious experiencing of the feelings, thoughts, or attitudes of another. As you probably know, this differs from sympathy in that one might feel a certain understanding towards another and care about them when one sympathizes. But empathy is more the ability to actually feel what another may feel, identify with it in oneself. We can be sympathetic and still not necessarily get the essence of what another may be going through. I want to talk about empathy because of some things that have come up that I found quite precious from utilizing this quality. We don't have to have the same or even similar human experiences to empathize, although that certainly makes it easy. What is more of a choice is to recognize and cherish the opportunity to get in another's shoes, to consider just why they may feel the way they do and act the way they do. We have the ability to do this. We have the God-given ability to empathize. First off, agreeing to reflect on another's life, their choices, their practices, or whatever takes us out of judgment of them. And that's always going to be healing. Judgment isn't kind. It goes against what is loving and God-inspired. And it also is just not kind to ourselves. Judgment keeps our minds narrow. It focuses on what's not expansive or, or receptive. And judgment is so often a form of ignorance. And nobody wants to be ignorant. It really isn't bliss when we're ignorant of what's better and what's more blessed and loving and kind and in thinking and behaving. As we agree to empathy, to perhaps pause and see where another might be coming from and why, we lose that judgment, at least in some degree, and that's a blessing to them and to ourselves. When we thwart judgment, we open the door to new and vital and helpful information and inspiration. We can pause and catch ourselves and recognize how one might feel the way that they do. What am I neglecting to recognize? What assumptions am I making? Can I think what might make me behave or think the way they are and how that feels to me? Can I begin even in some degree to understand this other individual and see that we might not be the same, but we really aren't all that different either? That's a starting point. And while we can't always empathize with everyone, even as we open ourselves to it, the exercise in trying to will move us out of that judgment, even a little bit, into a space that's more open and ready to be led and taught, or even just to feel more peaceful about that other person and about ourselves. What I have really found exciting is that empathy about 
others' practices, their lifestyles, their job choices and priorities, and especially their spiritual practices, can be really eye-opening and help us in our own growth and grace in the active and progressive experiences of life. I've been learning about some other religions, not my own. I've felt led to explore these various faiths, and I've been thinking about the judgment I might have about certain practices that to me seem maybe rote or dated or too strict or whatever. Because of my own experiences with spirituality, I may think that certain ideas and other faiths or spiritual practices outside of the religious sphere might seem weird or not beneficial. But as I've been having discussions with others, and most especially as I've been receptive to these other practices and understanding more about them, I've been gifted with an understanding that is not only good, but actually feels advancing in my own path of discovery. I may not connect to various rituals, for example, but when I get out of my own limited sense of things and listen, I can not only understand, but feel why certain things might affect someone in a way that is healing and comforting. I can begin to see where I might not follow their exact practice, but there are things in my life that I honor in moments of awareness that bring that quality that they're experiencing to me. Now, I don't light candles in my church, but I can recall how walking into a cathedral and seeing candles lit and recognizing that these candles may be lit for loved ones, that's what moved me at, at the time, and I can empathize. Yes, this has a soulful beauty and poignancy to it. I can understand why that might be meaningful to someone on a regular basis. Uh, While I don't speak texts or hear them read in an old language that's not my own, I can begin to, if I really think about it, recognize how these old texts in, in old languages connect to history, to ancient peoples, to the beginnings of something grand in faith and awareness. It's a timeless connection. And it also can be comforting, maybe, because of the familiarity of those words. I like comfort. I like history, connection, familiarity. I can empathize with that. And I can grow from it. Not because it makes me change my faith or my practices, although it could, if that empathy continues to feel very strong and compelling. But because it makes me think about those qualities that matter to me. And I can connect with them better keep them more alive and fresh and recognize the uniqueness of my own relationship to the divine and my purpose going forward. And this empathy also connects me to others. It makes me realize as I've been studying various faiths and practices and empathizing on and putting my, myself in another's shoes, that we really have more in common than differences, which I think we all kind of know. But we yearn to all know something greater than ourselves, to understand infinity and to feel a part of it. We seek what brings us comfort, what makes us feel loved, and we return to it because this feeling and the sharing of it is what really matters to us. The form may be different. Our church may be a mosque or it may be a mountain, but either way, it's a space that connects us to our 
better selves because it connects us to truth. And while I may have a day that the cathedral is my holy moment, it's just as likely that an hour in a canyon may feel like I've touched the face of God. So those are some thoughts for today. I hope it was helpful or at least thought-provoking. I'd love to talk with you more about this or other topics or needs on your individual spiritual journey. Feel free to contact me at lauramolitor at gmail.com. I'd love to answer any questions or hear your thoughts or to set up a divine purpose coaching or guidance session. See you next week.